Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey there, welcome to another episode. It's me, Breed, and I have got quite an episode for you today. So it's another interview. It's with Lauren. She just finished on this Monday night, this last Monday. She just finished the group coaching program, the Unleashed group coaching program, and she smashed it. And I thought it'd be amazing for you guys to hear her experience with it, not just with the group coaching program specifically, but also her whole experience with binge eating. It was for her, similar to me, a decade long struggle. And this is the year 2020 where she decided, you know what? Enough is enough. I need to admit that this is a problem in my life and I'm going to do something about it. So she joined the course and well, you guys just tune in to hear how it went. It's honestly amazing to see her results and so many of the women on the group coaching. Actually, in the next few weeks, I'm going to bring you many of their stories. So you guys get to hear what that experience on group coaching was like. But as I said, just like in general, what their experience with binge eating has been like. And hearing what helps them make progress and kickstart their healing. So we'll get started in just a second. A heads up for anyone who hasn't heard yet, but another group coaching program round is starting in January 2021. So let's kick things off well. 2021, Jan 18th is the start date. So after hearing this story, you might just be like, you know what, I need to sign right up. <laughs> so if that's the case, head over to the link in my bio on Instagram or the show notes or DM me on Instagram and let's find out if it's the right fit for you. And if it is, we're going to get you that spot because spots will be limited. I like to have it as like a nice, small, intimate group where you actually get to feel safe and comfortable with each other. And it's not just a ton of faces on a screen where no one really gets to talk. So reach out to me and let's get you going. So without further ado, let's hop straight into this conversation with Lauren in three, two, one. Welcome Lauren to the show. I'm so excited that you said yes to doing this and we're going to get to hear your story, your experience with the group coaching and learn something from you because I think everyone's story resonates with everyone in some way even if it's just one thing and I feel like you probably learned and got so much from the course and there's going to be so much that you can now like pass on to other people as well. It's exciting. Happy to be here. And yeah, I learned so much. I'm still wrapping my head around all of the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so how about we kick things off with you just give us a little intro about yourself and then we'll dive into your full story a little bit later. Okay, cool. So I'm Lauren. I'm 26. I live in Sydney, Australia. Um, I have like quite a high pressure lifestyle. I manage investment risk for one of Australia's biggest banks and I um, have an obsessive need to have various side hustles. So I'm a very busy person um, and I've struggled with binge eating for about, I'd say close to 10 years. 
Um, and this year was the first year I admitted it was a problem and admitted that my hectic lifestyle was not helping me. So I decided to, to get some help. Awesome. I remember in week one, when we all did our little intro videos and you explained all of your side hustles, I was like, damn, this girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. One of the things that, uh, I've actually gotten out of this course is like a good need to slow down um and like honor when my body is like stop hustling actually rest Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah I'm working on that (laughs) amazing amazing yeah much needed sometimes just to like let yourself know it's productive to be unproductive and that's perfectly okay yeah yeah exactly cool okay well I always do some quick fire questions just very random stuff to loosen things up so Let's hop in. Cool. Let's do it. So, favorite TV show right now? Oh, right now, I've just finished binge watching Friends again. (laughs) It's a classic. (laughs) That's so funny that you said binge watching because I was about to say, like, oh, damn, I should have rephrased the question to be like, what show are you binge watching? (laughs) What's binge watching? (laughs) Totally binge watch Friends. (laughs) Not even. And there's no guilt about it. (laughs) <laughs> yes exactly and that's actually funny you say that because I like wrote down I was like guilty tv like guilty pleasure tv show and then I crossed it out. I was like there's nothing guilty about it <laughs> awesome what is your favorite season of the year season of the year I'm actually a sucker for autumn Ooh, I love it unique. yeah hot chocolate and colorful fe- uh feathers no colorful <laughs> leaves <laughs> Yeah, those leaves are beautiful. It's true. Mm. Pizza yeah. or pasta? Oh my god. Uh savory pasta, but Nutella pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which you know. <laughs> yes. I was I was like thinking ahead. Like, <laughs> For those listening, it's one of it was one of her biggest binge foods. It was. Yeah. And now I like actually go out and if I'm with friends at a pizza place, we order it as a dessert to share and it doesn't trigger. It's actually just really nice to share it with friends. So cool. How about go to dance move? Um, I do like the awkward, like, like head bob to the side, like. <laughs> I like to think I have good rhythm, but I'm dating um, a South American and he puts my rhythm to shame. So. <laughs> has he tried to teach you any of their kind of dance styles? He has actually, and it's really fun. We were actually like going to some classes and going out to like salsa and merengue uh, things before lockdown. So looking forward to getting back to that after. So cool. Um, sweet or savory? savory nice and last one uh fiction or non-fiction I never know which is which (laughs) (laughs) non-fiction is like fact fiction is you know fantasy or uh uh, fantasy a hundred percent okay awesome like always (laughs) give me like a good uh book series where there's like swords and Mm -hmm. magic and I'm happy amazing Cool. Well, that's the the quick fire. So we're all warmed up now. (laughs) Let's jump in then. Okay. Two. Um, Let's go all the way back for the program. I know you just said like your whole journey. I mean, it's been 10 years 
plus probably yeah so paint us a picture of what that'll look like up until the point of deciding to join the course oh man so for years I just I was a secret eater um I guess that's how it started I came from a household where like um my there were weight issues in the family and I think as a response there was not much um not many pleasure foods in the house it was all really really healthy um and my family was all quite weight conscious and so I would sneak out of the house to eat like um sugary foods or foods that I wanted or I'd like bring them back and hide them in my bedroom and there was the shame and I think it grew from that um and then it just grew to like um yeah just full on I think the first time I did like a proper proper binge I was about 18 I just moved out of home and the stress of like living overseas um just got got too much and then it just grew from there to a point where I think it was about 23 24 it was about like a five times a week thing Mm -hmm. like I remember um it was when I first started working in in the corporate world and I would just finish work as early as I could and just race home and on like the train commute home I'd be like ordering my binge foods off Uber Eats oh Um, me too like right and like sometimes it would be like so frenzied like the Uber Eats would arrive home before I did like it was just so like yes oh my god Um, literally (laughs) and you're like I'm like oh my god I need to get home before I need to get home you're like (laughs) and you're like speed walking home from the station and you're like um excuse my French um yeah so that was really really bad um and like all through it I just had this shame had this stigma like I wouldn't talk to anyone about it I just thought I had no self-control and quite frankly I just thought I was disgusting for it Mm -hmm. yeah um there was a period of time where I like I tried quite liberally to use probably too many um, laxatives because I couldn't make myself throw up. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I tried so much, but I couldn't make myself throw up. So I went the other way. Um, So luckily that's something that I dealt with earlier this year. Um, But really in speaking to my doctor about dealing with that, I realized, hang on, like this is one symptom, but I really need to treat the root, root cause, which is why I binge. Mm-hmm. and then yeah. I found you on Instagram yay <laughs> yeah I was so the same with them like I tried so many times to make myself throw up I just couldn't do it and I you even, couldn't either yeah I right? even felt like a failure I was like oh my god and I can't even right? do that it was so bad exactly that's exactly like full-on like I, I can't even do this right like, mm-hmm. God, like what are you even doing yeah. um Literally. And it was just really like, and that's just, I think that's just a mark for how unhealthy this eating disorder is, is like, like we got disappointed. We couldn't be like, yeah. what is it? Like binge bulimic. Like yeah. that's how much this thing messes with your head. I'm so, so glad, true. like, I've, you're the only other person I know who can't make themselves throw up. Yeah. Everyone else is like. Like a handful of times. Yeah. 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 No, um, I've, I've, I like tried it so many times. I'm like, God damn it. And. I also went to laxatives as well for like different periods oh, of time. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah. That's and like the five times a week thing as well. So much. And I was the same, like five times takes over your life. And then I would be like, cause you do it after work late. So you're on this like 
either you crash from all the food or you stay up and you can't sleep because of like yes and then you're so exhausted the next day and also because like your binge foods are probably not the most nutritious you get like like oh I don't even want to think about what I did to like my insulin (laughs) for those few years me too like all those right all the carbs and processed sugar like and I think that just also speaks a lot about how much at war you are with your body so true yeah no the insulin thing I thought so many times how do I not have diabetes by now right yes especially with all my Nutella pizzas I'm like uh (laughs) you do like you have Nutella pizzas mine was like Nutella and pizza (laughs) (laughs) funny but yeah, literally, I was just like, how wow. do I not have diabetes? And I I yeah. actually, um, last year or a year and a half ago, after I stopped binging and all that, I mm-hmm. randomly, my gums were bleeding a bit. And I went to the dentist and he was like, you need, uh, this is bleeding a lot. Like, you know how they like poke yeah. you like, really hard with all their tools. Ow. He's like, this is bleeding a lot. I actually need you to go to the doctor and do some checks because this can indicate more serious things like diabetes and oh. or cancer or something. And I was like, I, oh my God. I felt in my chest. I was like, this is it. It's diabetes. Like it's finally caught oh, up to me. No. I was panicked. I went and got tested. It was totally fine. My blood sugar levels were oh my gosh. good. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. But it Oh my God. I, w- I would not have wanted to be you then. Oh my gosh I'm glad you don't have diabetes yeah. I know I, I almost teared up I know I think I did tear up with the dentist because he didn't know obviously it's scary I've been fearing diabetes all this yeah. Time. yeah yeah it's crazy wow um okay so we kind of like see what your journey's been like and you reached out to me um I guess actually before we jump into what the course is like what made you want to reach yeah. out to me of all people um I was looking for someone approachable like I'd actually gone to my doctor after I've dealt with the laxative issue and she'd given me like a referral because in Australia we have this thing where you can go on like a mental health plan and you get 10 sessions with a psychologist paid for by our healthcare system Mm -hmm. so she actually gave me that and I was looking at the place that she'd referred me to and it was just so stiff and so like unapproachable and I could literally feel like my insides shriveling up and being like, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't look like a place I could open up. So I started looking online. Um, and I think like, this is where I love the Instagram algorithm because your page just popped up, I think, because of all the searching I was doing. So it was one time the algorithm really worked. Um, and I think reels had just become a thing. Like you started posting them um, and like your, your Insta stories as well. Um, and I was just really drawn to how like approachable you were you were just so friendly and you were dealing with it and you made like funny faces in some of your stories, but then like, you were also like laughing and you were just so human. And I was like, okay, this is like a person who's gone through it. Like she actually knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Let me just awesome. give her a try. Cool. Yeah. And so let us know then what, what was the group coaching program like? Like tell someone if they are thinking of it, what's, what's it like basically? honestly worth every penny like worth every single penny um I got so much out of it that I didn't even know I needed like I thought I was like okay like I just have to deal with why I binge and I thought it was like gonna be quite like a simple thing but it's really not once you 
Like, of course it's not. Um, and I love that this course unwraps layer by layer all the different elements of why we binge, what happens to our body, like the different kinds. Like it's not just, you know, a food restriction that causes us it's to, to binge. It's emotional restriction, not listening to your cues. Like I learned so many like tools and, and ways to cope and to prevent the binging and also like just general life coaching like um, some of your your week's contents about like building your your ideal life and visualizing how you want to be in the future just really help bring some perspective like this isn't the be all and end all so I, I loved I loved the group sessions it was so good and the content was amazing awesome love it it's funny that you say um it's more than just just like the binge because I think we go in you know reaching out for help obviously the binge feels like the worst thing in our life at that moment and rightly so like it sucks but Mm. there's so much more around it and like under it we just think like oh if I could just just stop doing this behavior right yeah it's like if I can just learn to control myself like that is literally the mindset like it's just a control thing actually no it's not it's so much deeper and more complex and this course like you really need all these weeks to unpack it and process it. Totally agree. Totally agree. It does take time, um, not only to like explore and unpack, but then to start using like the tools and implementing consistently yes. and seeing results. Yes, especially with like um, the the introduction of like intuitive eating. Like that takes practice. That yeah. really does. After years of like ignoring and abusing your body. So true. So true. What do you feel like was the the most difficult part of the course? Definitely learning to let go of restriction. Mm -hmm. That was by far the hardest. And I I had a slip twice where I like tried to start counting calories again and it resulted in obviously binges, um, letting go of the restriction, but also like knowing that I would gain weight and then gaining a little bit of weight through the course and like fighting that urge to restrict again or to put mm-hmm. back on laxatives like or to be like actually like I had this moment I'll admit where I was like this course is bullshit like I'm getting <laughs> so much weight this is not what I signed up for and I got really angry and then I was like hang on Lauren like come on like you get angry at yourself for binging now you're getting angry at yourself for going through recovery like mm-hmm. breathe it's yeah. okay like this is like this is okay yeah yeah it's also I think that those two slip ups where you you like crept back into restriction, if anything, is it was kind of like not at the time, but it's kind of a win when you look back at it because it was so clear. It's like, okay, as soon as I started restricting, I started binging. And it's like, okay, literally so clear. And that's such a big it's, learning. It's 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 physics. Every action has an equal and yeah. opposite reaction. Yeah. Like, literally. Um, yeah. so yeah I guess looking back it was like a victory because it just like made it so obvious it was just horrible to go through like this course is it's definitely tough but it's choose your tough right living Mm -hmm. with binging bloody tough deal with it go through recovery also tough Mm -hmm. but you come out the other end in a much better way yeah yeah wise words from Lauren right here (laughs) (laughs) What do you feel like was the best part of the course? 
accepting that I've gained a little bit of weight and being okay with it. Mm-hmm. The first time in my, since I was nine years old, <laughs> like I'm 26 now, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, a long time, I am okay. And like, I actually make myself like look at my body every morning and notice something I like about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like, I don't always like say it out loud, but I make a point to go to look at my body, like give my belly like a little pat or something, like mm-hmm. let her know that like, it's okay. Um, and that I'm okay at my weight. Mm-hmm. And that's like, just mind blowing. I never thought I would say this. That is mind blowing for sure. Yeah, honestly, I think sometimes, um, like that's one of the biggest wins that you can experience in recovery, even though it seems horrible to think about like at the start, like, oh my God, to think I would gain weight when it's the very thing you've been fighting for so long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But actually just to like confront it and be like, it's actually not that bad. Like Like, everything I've told myself, you know? I used to like I a while ago like to try and have like more social uh, positive social media. I followed a bunch of like influencers who who talk about body positivity, and they're always like, "I'm happy with my weight." And in my mind, I was like, "Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like that's not possible if you don't have like washboard abs yeah. and like su- like super lean like arms and legs." But like, they're actually onto something. It is possible. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's like this unicorn. It's this unicorn. <laughs> Um, so true yeah and I think um I love that you're doing the the mirror stuff each day just making the the simple experience of looking in the mirror looking at your reflection a positive thing and not a hateful thing every single time yeah like notice something because guaranteed there's something cute at least one thing cute that you can notice and you can be like hey Mm -hmm. that that's looking really cute today okay and it's yeah it's a really good experience yeah totally agree I like sometimes it it flares up in a good way when I'm drunk the like the nice the nice version of you I remember <laughs> it was like um it was like a month ago I was having a night in with my boyfriend and I think there were like a few other people who were just like drinking and I went into uh, one of the spare rooms and like there's a cupboard with a full-length mirror and I just mm-hmm. went up to it my drunk self she's so cute she's like she was like oh girl I'm proud of you and I was just like smiling oh, oh I love that moment yeah when you're like a little bit drunk and you're like looking in the mirror and you're just like oh yeah go you it was such a cute moment and then like in that moment while I was drunk there was that conscious part of me like oh this is like amazing that I'm doing this, this. is amazing because yeah. like you're very you know truthful when you're drunk so yeah. I guess that shows just how like complete your transformation was so true Amazing. and I remember in the moment I even felt like I genuinely felt it wasn't just words of like trying to fake a compliment I felt this yeah. heartwarming feeling in my body of like yeah and it's true I am proud of myself oh my god so that's the next goal for next time I drink is to like have that <laughs> brid moment <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> Amazing. Um, what next so we've heard what it's been like what the course has been like what's been hard what's been good how about what does life look like now for you so life um actually completing this course has made me realize that 2020 has been a good year for me 
like this is um and that says a lot because we all know what uh what a year 2020 has been life um life right now is me actually suggesting to my friends that we go to a waterfall in our national park and go swimming together in front of and I actually came up with the idea and I suggested to a bunch of friends guys and girls that we all go and we go swimming together and it was only after I made the suggestion I was like oh wait I'm gonna be in a swimsuit that's fine like and I never would have done that before it would have been like okay like I need to I've got like two weeks let me put myself on a diet um and I'm like let's just let's go to a waterfall um it is saying yes to spontaneous dinner dates with my partner or or going out with friends spontaneously not like restricting for days in advance it is giving myself the freedom to be like I really like maybe I have like something in the fridge but I really don't feel like that I'm gonna let myself go and get the food that I want um it's also putting myself first a lot which was hard I think a lot of us are people pleasers yeah um and learning to put myself first so like on nights where my friends did want to go out that I was not feeling it and didn't want to be around you know them drinking or them eating a lot of unhealthy food I was like I was okay in myself to say actually no um and that's just amazing and actually um my friends really respect that and through talking to my friends about this two of my friends have um come clean and said they struggle with similar issues to me and now I feel like we have a better friendship where we can be supportive of each other which is just amazing I never dreamed I could talk so openly with my friends and my partner about this I love that yeah for those obviously who aren't in the group we just finished our last group call now and everyone was sharing the things that really helped them and like big wins. And this was a recurring theme of being able to open up and release like the shame and guilt around everything around binge eating, the food and body stuff. And we, we um, actually, it was mentioned in the previous podcast episode or one of the previous ones where someone who did the 30 day reboot said that the phrase, name it to tame it so we said it in the group called us now as well we were talking about that phrase like name it to tame it and I think it's so powerful with binge eating yeah and I think that's actually one of the great things about this this course is the group calls is you you basically get practice it's a safe space but it's like talking to to friends um so when it comes time to talk to people outside the group call it's not so scary because you've already been talking about it with a group of what six, seven, eight girls mm-hmm. and it's okay. It, like, I think that's really great. That's such a interesting perspective. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I can imagine yeah. it just, you've normalized it already in one safe setting and now it's just level up a little bit to people. Yeah. Yeah. Just a different group of people. That's amazing. And it's, yeah, it's not as scary as saying it for the first time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Win-win. Before we go on, I'm going to jump in and share some juicy details on the upcoming Unleashed January 2021 group coaching program that I'm so excited about. I can't wait. So if 2021 is the year that you want to stop binge eating, stop hating your body, stop feeling so out of control and guilty with food, if 2021 is the year that you want to live free, free of all that energy and mental space to unleash your inner queen, 
then this group program is made for you. So what's included? It's a 15 week program. There is a video lesson and an audio meditation each week for you to go through. There are little mini integration tasks. So we're really actioning change and we're not just talking about it or watching a video lesson and then moving on. So we're actioning change. We'll have a one hour group call each week on Zoom. So super safe space where we just get to share and go a bit deeper into that weekly content. You'll have unlimited access to the DMs with me. So support all the way through as much as you need. Plus on top of that, you'll have four 30 minute one-to-one -one sessions with me just so we get to dive deeper into your specific story. And on top of that, we'll have our group Instagram chat just for that camaraderie, that support all the way through. So it's literally everything you could possibly dream of ever need to get those results that you desire and deserve. So if that sounds like the perfect fit for you, click the link in the show notes to get prices, more details, and of course, to grab your spot. So Jan 18th, 2021 Unleashed Group Coaching. Are you in? Let's do this and share with everyone listening let's say like three to five tools that helps you the most um yeah I just think it's helpful for people to hear things that help and then you know sometimes can inspire them to try that thing as well okay so one of my absolute favorite things which is in one of your very first weeks of content I think it was like week one week two um was this concept of your higher self um, and I absolutely love this concept. So I, not every morning, but a couple of times a week, I sit down and I journal either to or from my higher self. So I, or in a moment of stress, I picture my higher self. So she's me in a couple of years. She's, she's healed. She's where I can see my potential being when I'm not so held back. Um, so picturing my potential is and how kind she'd be to me in moments of stress is incredible because it's like having this supportive warm hug. Mm -hmm. um, I also think like when, if I'm really, really stressed and I'm about to like order Uber Eats or like buy binge foods, I make myself pause and I repeat this phrase that you, again, in one of your weeks of content taught us, it's numb or nourish. Like, am I eating to numb what I feel or am I eating to nourish my body? Um, and then the third one um, is breathing. Um, your your um, sections on breath work were really great. So just like breathing and um, being more present in my, my body. Like, mm -hmm. like, it's okay. Just breathe. Everything's okay. Just checking in with like all how the different parts of your body feel. And then bringing myself back into my body means that the stress and the urge to binge just diminishes. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I think the breathing, so simple. You would never think of it before. You'd never be like, oh, one of the top three things that's going to help me is going to be to breathe. <laughs> breathe. Yeah. But it's so helpful. Really yeah. It just yeah. like slows down your nervous system, interrupts the automatic like flow of quickly order, yeah. eat, binge, all that. Yeah. Because yeah. as soon as you start that frenzy, like you're on a really slippery slope. So if you can just yeah. like stop it at the start, you know, breathe, write a letter to your higher self, talk mm -hmm. to someone. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love it. The higher self stuff as well. I think it's so helpful because it forces you to shift perspective consciously, like to shift yes. to that perspective of the higher self instead of being stuck in the, the maybe habitual or the, the, the part of you that's like controlling or scared or anxious, yeah. whatever it is in that moment. It's also just really great for giving you direction. Like you see who you want to be and who you can be. Yeah. And it's like, why am I doing so- something that is not helping me get to where I want to be? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Just conscious, yeah. consciously creating that life that you do want. And as you said, like, you know, yeah. you can be that, like, you know, intuitively. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I also think more broadly than binging, this concept of a higher self kind of helps you take a bit more like control of your life because you're Mm. so actively being like this is who I want to be yeah this is the woman who I'm gonna like blossom into and she's dealt with this and as well as dealing with this she's crushing x y and z so come on let's go let's build this dream life love it (laughs) (laughs) love it yeah this is like my my broader goal with the group coaching and like anytime I work with someone is yes Mm -hmm. I want to obviously help you stop binge eating like this this micro thing but on a macro Mm -hmm. level like I I want you guys to do exactly as you said like blossom into this queen version of you that you know is there that you want to live as and she is there like let's just bring her out Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I love that I love that (laughs) um I remember that towards the end of the course you dm'd me you said a huge win I had Mm -hmm. was you were in prime binge conditions and you ordered in your binge food but calmly ate half of it I was like when you sent me that I was like oh my god that's huge (laughs) tell us tell us about it um yeah so that's exactly what happened. I, like I said earlier, I live, I work in a very, very high stress environment, like managing investment risk, um, especially during the market volatility that is COVID right. and with a l- bunch of like legislation in Australia, like it's been really stressful. And on top of that, it's like quite a new job. I started it just as lockdown happened. Wow. So new job. I've only met my team like three times. The rest wow. has been like all virtual. Um, and it was like a really, really, really stressful day. And I was just hungry and tired and frustrated and it was like 8 30 at night and I was still working I started seven right um and I was just like I just I need food like I'm so stressed I just I just need something and I felt that like that boiling you know that like bubbling yeah. feeling where you just like oh shit like I know what's gonna happen like I'm starting and I made myself stop I breathed and then I hit order so I'm like a guilty Uber Eats orderer. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I made myself stop and breathe before I hit order, like everything felt different from, from, that, from that moment. Like I still ordered, but I realized after I hit order that I didn't feel out of control. Mm-hmm. And I actually realized that I could have not hit order. Like I could have stopped, but I wanted the food not as in like a frenzied binging need I genuinely just wanted comfort food because it was a long stressful day and it was raining and so my food arrived and it was my my holy duo of um like a creamy creamy carbonara pasta and a Nutella pizza Mm -hmm. because really who how can you pick between the two (laughs) Um, and I sat down and I put on an episode of friends And I had half the pasta and half the pizza. And then I I put it away. And 
I ate slowly and I enjoyed it. Like I even remembered like, cause it's like in a Nutella pizza pocket. Like I was even like, this sounds really gross, but I was like putting my finger in the pocket and then like licking the Nutella off my finger. <laughs> like it was like, like slow and it wasn't like, you know, like cramming it in my face. Yeah. And then I stopped and I didn't feel like I was, I was full. Like I was definitely comfort eating. Yeah. But there is such a difference. Like there was such a difference. And I actually, like for the first time ever, I was proud of myself for eating pizza Mm -hmm. and pasta on the same night because it wasn't a binge and I stopped when I was full. So powerful. It was amazing. It was amazing. Like I was literally like the way I thought of it was kind of like if, if I was an alcoholic and I walked into a bar. Like that's kind of like how it felt because I was in that environment and I was like, no, I'm okay. It's so good. (laughs) I love it. I love it because I can totally relate. I've had similar moments as well. Like my thing is dominoes and cookies. And (laughs) now I'm at a point where I'm, I have that like once a week before it used to be huge binge food and eat the whole thing, like large pizza with the cookies and everything. Mm. And uh, now I'm just like, yeah, I like to have it once a week or whatever. It's not, not like strictly yeah. once a week, but I like to have it and I don't have to yeah. eat every single slice if I don't want to and just like conscious and enjoying isn't it. Isn't that a, isn't that amazing though? Amazing. And it's like the way I thought it, because I am, um, I'm a big fan of like Tony Robbins. And like mm-hmm. before this, I was like reading one of his courses, hoping like that would help me. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. It's good for life coaching. But he has this thing where he talks about mentality of poverty versus a mentality of abundance. Mm -hmm. And really, when you stop restricting, like you getting dominoes once a week, it's a mentality of abundance. It's like, I can have this whenever I want. So I don't need to eat the whole thing. I'm not going on a diet tomorrow. I'm not going on a diet the next day. I can have pizza. And then you're like, okay, well, I've had my pizza. Now I feel like salad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah, like the abundance feels good as well there's no guilt after it you're just like yeah whatever I can have it fine yeah yeah it's it's so good so good and how how good is it like having like Domino's pizza and cookies like yeah like it's delicious it is delicious I want it it. (laughs) yeah I, I love that it's like actually achieving balance yes Exactly, exactly. Oh, okay, I also remember there was another point in the course where we were mm-hmm. discussing in the group call those internalized messages that you kind of take on mm-hmm. early in your life and everyone sort of sharing different stories, what made them potentially, you know, fear weight gain or get stuck mm-hmm. in this whole mess to begin with. And you told your story about stepping on the scale at nine years old. And it's just like yeah. struck me so much. Like even after the call, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I can only imagine what it must have felt like. So if you want, it'd be amazing if you could share that story and how how much it impacted you and how realizing, like tracking back and realizing how it impacted you changed things. Um, Yeah, so that's exactly right. I think it was week eight or week nine. So it was quite late in the call and we were thinking about like letting go. I think it was section of letting go of old mentalities and Mm -hmm. I started thinking about why I have this mentality and why I have this specific weight in my mind that is always my goal weight it's always 
47, sometimes 48, but generally 47 kilos, right? Mm -hmm. Why do I always have a goal weight being like 47 kilos? And I started thinking back and I realized I actually, I kind of had this memory, but I never really paid it attention um, because I guess subconsciously I knew there was something there. Mm -hmm. Um, At nine years old, um, my mom put me on a scale. and she made me look at the weight with her and she said, okay, you are 47 kilos. Um, let's not go any higher. And the following week, she took me to see a dietitian mm-hmm. who gave me um, basically like an eating plan at nine years old. Um, and I didn't realize then what an impact it was but through working through this course like I just connected the dots and I realized that like some of the things that I perceive as healthy um and like foods that I'm allowed to eat were on that dietitian's list still from when I was nine and I always I felt like a failure because I wasn't still 47 kilos like I was nine And here I have been like being through my teenage years, my early twenties, feeling like a failure because I'm not 47 kilos. Um, And I realize now, like my mom did it from a place of love. Like she was genuinely concerned, like she had weight problems and she didn't want me to go through what she went through. Mm -hmm. So she was trying to do it because she wanted to protect me, I guess. Um, And it's just unfortunate that, you know, it, it didn't quite have that effect and that kind of, I think, further drove my secret eating because I felt mm. like how could I talk to her about this because she was the one who put me on the scale and always, like, kept healthy food in the house. Mm-hmm. That must have been so difficult. So I think just even the idea of a nine-year-old, because my whole dieting thing didn't start until I was, like, 17, so I can't even imagine at nine stepping on the scale, making meaning of the, that number and like holding on to it and then hopping on a diet plan. Oh, just... Yeah. Like I was still reading books about unicorns. Yeah. Like, Gosh. and, and like dreaming like that, like I would buy a pony that would magically turn into a unicorn at night. Like that was the stage of life I was yeah. at. And then I went from that being told like I can have two snacks a day and one of them has to be an apple and like I still to this day like unless my snack well not to this day but until a couple weeks ago unless my snack was like a green apple specifically a green apple I'd be like well that's not healthy wow wow like that's how much of an impact it had yeah yeah that stuff just really does stick with you so many women that I've worked with on a one-to-one basis where I like really get to know their story so mm-hmm. often there's something some kind of story like this maybe not as young maybe it is as young but like some story that just mm. it just stuck it's, when you're at that such it, like vulnerable age it stays right and like when it happens at young it becomes like that internalized shame yeah and it's just like that that shame and that that fear of you know, being a disappointment, just like it becomes so important and so like ingrained into your personality. It's really hard to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At nine, all you want to do is like, please your parents, like make them still yeah. love you and be proud of you. hundred percent. 
yeah like I remember a stage yeah where like my biggest like my biggest achievement was telling my mom I'd lost a kilo wow yeah and then like hiding it from her like for so many years it was like the one thing like I felt like could make her proud of me um which you know wasn't good because I had a younger sister with much faster metabolism so that created a lot of family problems Mm. but we're dealing with that (laughs) (laughs) so do you feel like how was like um realizing this story impacted your journey now um it just it makes so much sense and I have like a lot more kindness to younger Lauren instead of looking back and being like oh my god you're so like disgusting like why can't you just have some more self-control it's like you had a reason there Mm -hmm. was a reason it's it's okay and now you can deal with it um but I think my biggest win is that also like from a family point of view realizing that my mom didn't do it to hurt me she did it from a place of love and so I feel like it's actually kind of healed my relationship with my mom a lot as weird as that sounds because I understand now mm-hmm. oh yeah so like it all comes like full circle it really does it's amazing how like dealing like finally dealing with binge eating can help heal so many parts of your life yeah I can relate to that for sure when I healed the binge eating so many parts of my life flourished my like yeah social life my friends because I I regained my confidence in myself and just became me again so I got to be like the me again in social settings whereas before I was isolating and just like not like feeling disgusting Mm. in myself that like my career again the confidence to just like leave be me again yeah yeah so much came together so good um so obviously there are so many women out there going through a similar kind of thing probably can relate to even your story at nine years old what would you say to someone who's kind of I guess like a like a rock bottom just needs some advice of someone who's been going through this recovery journey um don't restrict the next day if you're rock bottom after a binge do not restrict the next day like give yourself that kindness like because literally by you struggling through this binge eating disorder you have earned every right to recover like you are so much more than this Mm -hmm. um and I know sometimes that's hard to hear like I I really objected to the word deserve when people like you deserve to recover like I was like no I don't Mm -hmm. so that's why I like think of it as like earning it you've earned the right to recover through your years of struggle Mm. like to be kind to yourself it gets better love it and should be like yeah (laughs) (laughs) and definitely get help like reach out to someone who's been through it like I would not be where I am today without doing your course like I really wouldn't like Mm. I would probably, I would, I would definitely actually still be binging and like any weight gain would be like the end of the world. Um, and I wouldn't have had this improved relationship with my friends, my partner and my, my mom. So really like reach out to someone who's been through it and who's recovered and get that support. Yeah. I wish there were people on Instagram like me or like similar accounts back when I was at the worst of mine 
I was at the worst of mine at like the worst probably like six years ago and just nothing existed at least that I knew of yeah it was like a dirty word like you couldn't talk about it and I think that just like contributed to all the shame that's why your account is so good like I've I've told you in the group calls like your reels are so relatable and they're just they're really funny and they make like they bring that like light-hearted humor to quite a shameful topic and like like I've said on the group calls like it's at the point where I share your reels with my two friends who I can talk to this about and they think you're hilarious and they're like oh my god yes yeah, same like you had one the other day where it's like um doing hot girl shit like pouring detergent yeah. on your food um and my friend was like I literally did that like a couple of weeks ago <laughs> um and like my partner will like he follows your account now and he will he will send me reels being like ah this makes sense or like haha you you've done that or like um yeah and it's just like it's so good to have this like bring this light-hearted element to to the recovery journey it makes it actually much less scary and difficult than I thought it would be mm-hmm. I love that he sends you stuff as well just normalizing <laughs> it so much <laughs> yeah yeah he's like there was this one um that you did which is like um might gain weight but this is all like might gain weight and you're like but this you'll gain like food freedom you know f- time with friends might gain weight you know body positivity might gain weight and he sent it to me and he's like <laughs> lol lauren <laughs> Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously, like I said, so the group course was 11 weeks for those listening. Mm. The next one is 15 weeks. I'm extending it. But the 11 weeks for mm. you has definitely given you this huge kickstart and you're doing so much better. But this whole journey, you know, there's still more to come. There's still more to work on, I'm sure. Just mm. definitely doesn't end at 11 weeks. So what are you working on most? Um, I actually really want to stay in contact with some of the girls from the group. Um, I think having that support is so important and you brought together some really amazing girls for your course. Um, I think continuing to work on intuitive eating is so important. Um, like, like I said earlier to, to you, um, now that I've, I think, ridden out the worst of letting myself eat unrestricted my body is actually like weirdly I'm craving grapes and cucumber like of all things like my body is like (laughs) it's like feed me cucumber feed me grapes um and I'm listening to that and continuing along that journey of listening to my tummy over my head Mm -hmm. um I think is so important um checking in with you definitely following your account (laughs) getting the great content um and just um, breathing and journaling to my higher self. Yeah. All yeah. pretty simple things, but so impactful. Yeah. It's honestly, if you think about it, it's just being authentic to you. Like you're yeah. listening to how you're checking into how your body wants to eat. You're checking in with your breathing, which keeps you alive. And you're listening to who you want to be. Like mm-hmm. you're basically just, being you and letting yourself be you without all that like mental blocking like yeah and so I love well that. said yeah it really <laughs> is it really is yeah so true and then I think when people are in the depths of it they're so far from being them 
it just it feels horrible yeah yeah like you you know you're not yourself when you're sitting on a couch like in the dark just stuffing your face and like yeah. the next morning when you like you grab your tummy and you just like you're not you you're not living your life like life is mm-hmm. short mm-hmm. yeah oh my god motivational speaker Lauren <laughs> just really really feeling good and really feeling inspired after dealing with the last few weeks like mm-hmm. I, n- I never thought I would recover from this I genuinely thought this was this was my life mm-hmm. um and now to find out that it's not is just like the biggest reason to celebrate <laughs> so happy for you yes thank you amazing well it's been such a joy chatting and hearing your story and just makes me smile even just seeing your transformation (laughs) you know like not even the words you say but just your energy um (laughs) at the start of the group course we for those not for those listening we basically write this letter from our higher self like that she's she's telling you at the end of the course what life is like now she's saying oh my god you know Lauren life is like this and I'm like this and I'm not binging anymore and basically I got everyone to read that letter out on video and post it in our Facebook group so I was thinking it would be you you should like check that video out and not just the words that you wrote but like your energy like seeing who like how you spoke those words and like how you looked and felt you know yeah, actually, I'd forgotten we recorded that. Wow, time capsule. I'm going to go watch that. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to DM the group. Everyone should go check yeah. that out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's such a good suggestion and a really good marker for how far we've come. Yeah, definitely. No, I just I wanted to say thanks. Like, this course has been amazing, like, absolutely amazing. And it's shown me that what I thought was life for over a decade isn't like there is so much more to life and recovery is possible, like so possible. And it can even be fun when you're on like a group coaching call once a week and like girls are sharing stories. Like I never would have thought of, but like we have like a little bit of banter and we laugh in our group coaching call. Like who would have thought that binge eating recovery like would have laughter, but it does. And I, and I love it. So true. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. It is. I love the group. It's just like such a nice, yeah all around a group of people everyone's so nice yeah yeah we've had such a good group and I really think like yeah how casual and conversational it is just makes it so much easier mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah. well yeah it's been such a joy thank you for taking an hour of your time after the hour of group call to be here <laughs> and share um if you're up for it let people know where they can find you if they want to reach out to you yeah okay so insta name is lauren olivia nicole three words i know my uh my parents like to give me a long name so um but yeah more than more than happy to answer any questions like i'm such a supporter of this program and i will always be 100 percent honest about my experience so if anyone has any questions so so much more than happy to uh yeah respond lovely well yeah once again thank you and we'll speak of course sometime soon again (laughs) yes i can't wait thank you so much brie and that's the scoop for today i hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life if you took something from this episode it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life change someone's day change their mood or even their life be that person 
I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at, at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.